morning, good morning. How y'all doing today? I hope it's well because I'm doing the same. Y'all, we are on episode three. Come on, consistency. Come through the door, okay? But today, I am excited to introduce to y'all a new segment on the show, which is called My Two Cents, where I basically put my two cents in on a trending topic at the moment. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, today's topic is a little rough, okay? So you're going to have to put on those those listening ears and that open mind for this one because it's a little, mm, and I don't need y'all giving me the side eye, okay? Just listen, see where I'm coming from. (laughs) But today's topic is going to be about Jonathan Price, which is one of the most recent black males to be unjustly killed by authorities. And if you don't know who that is, you already know I'm about to hit you with the details. So basically, there was a domestic dispute going on at a local gas station, I think you said. And Jonathan was not a part of the initial disturbance he involved himself to try to dispute defuse the situation and when authorities showed up he lifted his hands and tried to explain to them what was going on they weren't trying to hear it they tased him and they shot him so when i first heard about this story i was outraged i was like i'm so sick of this happening why does this keep happening how does this keep happening but I got onto my social medias and I was just seeing how people were saying, oh, you know, just some really crazy comments. You know, I almost wasted some sadness on this. I'm not protesting for him. That's what he gets, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, what is going on, people? Because it was black people. I'm like, what's going on, people? So I had to dig deeper into the story and I come across a social media post from Jonathan and in this post he was basically you know what i was gonna paraphrase but actually i'm gonna read it word for word so that you can form your own opinion just like i have mine so the post reads as follows with all the tension and animosity going on with race and the police i'm on the same fence as Lil wayne with him saying a white cop saved his life and hasn't been vocal about it based on experiences I was raised by the Malones and Woodruffs in my hometown for a large amount of my youth. There was my second family then and still are in 2020 if I have to say anything. The amount of food fed to me, money spent on me outweighs any BS about race and color right now. I have a family. Oh, I have family that's never done a damn thing for me or supported my business ventures and they're my blood. They will forever be one million in my book and they know who they are. They're to blame for my countryside and addiction to white women. I'm not complaining one bit. There were times I should have been detained for speeding, outstanding citations, outdated registration, dozing off at a red light before making it to my garage downtown Dallas after a long night out. I've passed a sobriety test after leaving a bar in Wiley, Texas by two white cops and they still let me drive to where I was headed. And by the way, they consider Wiley, Texas to be very racist. I never got that kind of energy from the popo. Not saying black lives don't matter, but don't forget about your own or your experiences through growth slash waking up. And then he ends it off with some hashtag that I am not about to read. Okay. Um, So after reading this post, I can definitely see why people will be riled up. I can see why they would have a disposition. I was, I had, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I had a disposition. I had to check myself. I had to, cause I was like, oh, well, look at the irony of that. And that's, I had to really check myself because that's not right at the end of the day. Now, before I get into that, let me just say from this post, 
pretty much all I heard was, well, it ain't happened to me, so it's not that big of a deal. And that's kind of the problem with a lot of situations, but especially this one, when you have those those black people who are who just kind of don't get it, you know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of white people that don't get it. But there's also black people that just don't get it. The Black Lives Matter movement is not saying, oh, we hate cops in general. It's not saying we hate white people in general. No, it is saying that we hate the corrupted system that allows racists to take our lives, take the lives of our brothers, take the lives of our sisters, of our mothers, of our etc., etc., and get away with it. We hate a system that is prejudiced to us and that anytime we are we are guilty until proven innocent in most cases in most situations i have so much fear when i'm i'm driving a car that i'm paying for that that i got my license it's in good standing my everything's in good standing good insurance everything and as soon as a cop passed me y'all i damn there look i straighten up i could be having a nice little karaoke going on honey i'm gonna straighten right the fuck up seatbelt on and everything i have so much fear when my significant other leaves the house because there's so much and he nothing wrong he's not involved in nothing crazy he doesn't do nothing crazy but it's still just knowing that oh you could do everything right but the color of your skin couldn't really cause somebody to pick with you or to kill you it's not about it's not just a race war. It's a war about right and wrong. And I feel like that is the problem that people come in saying, oh, y'all just don't like white people or y'all just, it's not about that. It's the white people who do this. Okay. So that's all I wanted to say about that part in general. Let's stop, stop feeding into the propaganda that this is a race rule, a war, excuse me. This is not a race war. This is a war about right and wrong. This is a war about and and the race is secondary the race is brought in by them the race is brought in by the people who commit these crimes against the same group of people it's not us coming and saying you know what fuck everybody else because it's not black lives only matter it's we matter too and i'm so tired of seeing i'm tired of trying to explain it because if you don't get it now you're not trying to get it you don't want to get it you want it to be oh black people are just racist and they want to tear up the town and they want to kill up the cops and no we want justice we want to feel safe where we live in a place we fucking built we want to feel safe we want to feel protected anyway y'all honey i told y'all it was a little it was a little rough i had to go off on a little tangent back to this situation in general though uh well specifically though people were upset People said that, you know what, this is, that's, they said some nasty things. I ain't gonna repeat everything people said, but people just was basically saying that they didn't want to support him. And I say I had to check myself and now I'm checking everybody else. That's not right. We have to fight for the justice of Jonathan Price as well, because that's what our movement stands for. He's black. He was unjustly killed by authorities because he was black. And that is what the movement is about. The movement is about stop doing that shit to our people. 
We can't exclude him because of his his mindset prior to. We can't. It's like I said before, it's discouraging that he thought and felt like that. But at the end of the day, that's still what we're fighting for. We're fighting against what happened to Jonathan Price. So get that chip off your shoulders. Get your get your panties out your ass. And let's protest and fight for the justice of his of him. Because come on, guys. That's that's what we're fighting for. That's what we're fighting for. We cannot selectively choose who deserves and who doesn't deserve justice. We all deserve justice. We all de- deserve a fair trial. We all deserve all of that. He didn't get none of that. He didn't get any of that. He wasn't even in the wrong. He was trying to do the right thing in the situation. And it backfired on him. And we can't sit up here and go, well, it's what it is. Because it's not. We need to put this shit in their face just like we put the rest of that shit in their face. Because they need to know that we're not backing down. We're support, we are supporting every person that they do this to until they learn to not do it. We have to rise up against this shit. So get out your feelings about what he said prior to while he's done even done prior to because you know people drew the assumption that he probably just wasn't fucking with us before probably not probably not but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day like i said before he was black and he was killed for being black he was prejudged for being black in the situation He did not pose a threat to those authorities. He didn't have any weapons on him. He wasn't trying to do nothing crazy. So we need to protest for this man. We need to fight for this man like we fought for all these other people. That's my two cents on that. Y'all stay tuned for the main topic of today. And we'll be right back after this brief break. we're back if you made it to this part of the show that means you follow directions so i appreciate you and i know that the first segment was called my two cents and i done gave y'all three quarters six nickels and two dimes but it's just certain topics honey that really get me going and that is one of them but today's main topic is going to be short sweet to the point i want to talk briefly about self-awareness like how aware of yourself are you of your traits your likes your dislikes and more importantly your toxic traits i used to be the type of person that felt like this is how i am take it or leave it but then as i learned myself more and dove more into and and even thought outside of myself i realized that there's always always room for improvement especially when it comes to character there's always room for improvement. And I realized that some of those traits that I said, well, this is just me. I can't change how I am. Were some things that I definitely needed to work on because some stuff I honestly think you can't really change per se. But I do think that there's a way to manage it. And I think that everything should be managed because everything is good in moderation. For instance, I hear a lot of the time people say, well, I'm just a blunt person. I just say what's on my mind. There's really, being blunt can be a blessing and a curse, honestly, because sometimes people just don't want to be around you because you seem like you just always, mm, just always, okay? (laughs) She's like, ooh, she just always got something to say, you know? There's a way 
to say what's on your mind without coming off as being negative or bitter or abrasive. And that's what I mean by managing rather than changing. Sometimes you you don't need to change something about yourself. You just got to manage how you do it. Me, myself, you know, because I the best person I can talk about is self. I am, I can come off as confrontational a lot, but I'm just expressive. <laughs> I'm literally expressive. I am a bag of emotions. So whenever I do feel some type of way about something, I had to check myself about how I brought that to the attention of others. And I've noticed such a different change in the response I get rather than it being like, it's always something wrong with her or, you know, she's always upset about something. When I approach people now, I try to take my feelings out of it and just kind of state the problem. And it's more so not a you made me feel, but it's more so of a I took it as. Because when you change that, the way you speak about something, it literally can change the tone of the whole conversation. If I come up to you and I say, you made me mad when you did this versus this is what happened. And in response to that, I felt like it's not a you thing. It's what I felt. And this is me expressing to you how I feel and trying to gain clarity. So I just want y'all to really think on that for a little bit because how you manage your traits can literally, it can do a complete 180 for how the world responds to you. Because there's probably nothing wrong with you. And nine times out of 10, there is nothing wrong with you. You're yourself. We're all unique. We all have our kinks and we all have our nicks and everything about us that just makes us us. But in regards to interacting with the outside world, sometimes you got to figure out how to maneuver it a little better so that way you're not perceived the wrong way. And a lot of people say, oh, I don't give a fuck what people think. You're, you're lying. (laughs) You're lying. Maybe not to an extent. But if you're always that person that no one really wants to be around and it does become, it it comes to a time where you, you might want to do some soul search. You might want to look inside yourself and see, okay, well, what, what is it? What's going on? But that's just my little for today. <laughs> my little doop doop for today. Because I really ain't had no word to put in right there. But I hope y'all gained something from the show in general. I hope you guys are having a good time because I am progressively loving this whole thing as a whole. But I'm going to hit y'all with these affirmations and tell y'all to have a great day. So today, I want y'all to know that it's okay to be yourself. It is okay to put yourself out there. And it's okay for things to not go as you want them or as you plan for them to go. Don't let that discourage you. Always get back up. Always keep fighting. I'm Thugger. This is Unconventionality. I hope to see you on the next episode. I said see you again. I meant, you know what I'm saying? Let's interact, whatever, whatever. Y'all have a great day.